0: Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we help women live their life on purpose with no limitation. And we're going to talk about your sleep, girl. We're going to talk about how you can sleep better so you can perform better. Because I know a lot of us are guilty of running on fumes, not getting enough sleep, waking up the next day being cranky and moody and snappy. And we got to do something about it and sleep is something we desperately need in order to perform effectively on a daily basis and in the u.s alone 50 to 70 million people don't get enough sleep so so many people are suffering from sleep deprivation because of the need to do more and be more you know we're constantly going we're constantly connected to technology and we feel like if i go to sleep then i'm not going to get this done and you know sleep is for losers and suckers and we need to do this but it's actually hurting us and it's time for us to learn more about how to get better sleep and the benefits for doing so getting enough sleep is important for our physical and psychological well-being period so many people are struggling with this issue which causes them to become unhealthy and unproductive When there's a lack of sleep, it can cause all sorts of problems, both short-term and long-term. And not to mention that you could become delusional because you're not getting enough sleep. So I'm sure by now we all know you can't fight it because once you start feeling like, you know, those eyes are getting heavy and all that, it's just no other way around it. That's your body's clock telling you that it's time to lay down. But what does some of us do? We take five-hour energy drinks, we drink a black coffee, we pop in pills, whatever it is to help us stay awake. And that is so counterproductive to what your body is naturally telling you. So it's better to embrace what your body well-made system is telling you and to start incorporating it into your self-care routine. Sleep is a needed necessity that contributes to our overall, overall well-being, so it's time to stop neglecting ourselves by going into overdrive and look at it as, a, as an enjoyable process to help us in a holistic way. I mean, sleep is not our enemy, so we have to do better with embracing it and enjoying that time. So I have five ways on how you can improve your sleep habits and sleep better. The first one is to embrace sleep. Now. Sleep deprivation is real y'all. So many Americans and other global others globally are suffering from the lack of energy which leads to so many limitations. This is an epidemic and it's sad because culturally you'll find that many of us look down on sleep wear lack of sleep as a badge of honor, and then go to great strains to stay awake. And a lot of times this happens as entrepreneurs because we have deadlines, we have things or goals that we want to achieve. So we feel like, hey, sleep is for suckers. We should be doing more so we can accomplish more. But it's really backwards. If you get the rest and you know do the things you need to do, then you can be more productive when you're awake instead of trying to push yourself to be stay awake and then end up coming up with a half ass project. First, the best way to get more sleep is to change the way you think about it. So instead of looking at it like, Oh, I don't need to go to sleep. I need to keep it going. Sleep should be considered an essential and pleasurable element of living well. And it's these facts that I'm going to tell you are from Harvard university. And they say that these, um, when you get lack of sleep, this is what it affects. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not going to be able to learn like you normally would. Because sleep is critical to your ability to learn and it enables your brain to store new information and retrieve information from your memory. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but I know me, I can get up and be heading to the room to pick up something and I'll forget totally what I was going to get. And I know sometimes that might have to do with other issues, but it also has to do with lack of sleep because I'm implementing now embracing more sleep because i'm one of those people that stay up get energized at night and then instead of you know kind of weighing it down so i can get ready to lay down i'm all you know revved up ready to make something happen got all these ideas flowing and the next thing you know it's twelve one o'clock and then i have to get up at 6 o'clock and sometimes you know you can get your body to a place where you don't need eight hours of sleep but working off two three four hours sometimes just not that's just not enough. The other thing is your weight. Sleep regulates your metabolism, and chronic sleep deprivation can cause weight gain because it disrupts the way your body processes and stores elements from the foods you eat. So, if you're eating certain fatty foods and acid, acidic foods and stuff at night, those are things that can prevent you from falling asleep well because your body is trying to process and digest the foods that you've just eaten so sometimes you got to look at different areas of why you may be gaining weight or why you can't get rid of the weight and sleep could be one of those possible issues the other thing is safety individuals who sleep are sleep deprived experience a greater risk to their personal safety and those around them And they're prone to involuntary doze off or something at the wheel or if you're at work and you're working with machinery, you can get sleepy and that can cause all sorts of detrimental mistakes, mishaps and errors. So you don't want to be, you know, sleeping, getting sleep for three hours and then got to go drive for an hour in a line of traffic because the heat and the traffic and everything else coupled with you being tired could be an accident waiting to happen. Your mood, your mood is directly tied to the amount of quality sleep that you get or lack of sleep can because it can lead to negative emotions such as agitation, annoyance, and and impatience as well as the ability to concentrate. So you know when you wake up in the morning you haven't had enough sleep and then you know if you have kids you got to get them up and get them ready and they're around here moving slow and you got to be out the door and then your shirt is wrinkled and all the things that could happen and because you got enough sleep, you could possibly be okay with and just kind of move, you know, still move smooth. But because you didn't get enough sleep, now you're hollering at the kids and they don't have no lunch. And then you're rushing out the door. Now you're sitting in traffic. You're cussing the people out in the car that can't hear you. You get to work and now your girlfriend that you're normally friendly with don't want to talk to you because you're acting like you got an attitude. So sleep is affecting your mood, your health. Several sleep disorders have been linked to cardiovascular issues such as hypertension, hormonal stress, and irregular heartbeat. So again, sleep can affect you in so many different ways. And we already, as women, have imbalanced hormone issues and different things like that. So we don't need to contribute. We need to release and pull back on some of the things that may be causing some health issues. And then you have your immunity. In addition to cardiovascular health, your sleep has a hand in boosting your immune system while sleep deprivation suppresses and make you more susceptible to disease such as cancer. So we know about having your immune system not working correctly, your vitamin C, vitamin D, all the different things that make your body work. Sleep helps you rejuvenate at night. Your body restores itself at night. So if you're not getting enough sleep, your body like, oh, I was trying to repair your kidney, but I see you want to hurry up and jump up, or you know you ain't really getting enough sleep. So okay. So these are some some of the things that we got to look at that we don't kind of connect sleep with. So the best way here are some things that I suggest that I'm trying as well. Is schedule sleep. I know this is going to be challenged for a lot of people, but it's going to take time to take action. One of the best ways to ensure you can get enough sleep is to create and prioritize your sleep schedule. So, you know, I know sometimes you say, I'm going to get in bed at 9 to 10. It doesn't happen. I get it. And so we're not here to be sticklers, we're here to do better day by day and not pressure ourselves. But knowing the benefits of what we're trying to do is going to help us in the long run. So it's like pay now. You know, do what you need to do now or pay later in medicine and hospital visits and all that type of stuff. I mean, the choice is yours. And everyone has a circadian uh, rhythm or a body clock, let me say that, that regulates energy levels and alertness as well as your philological processes. To avoid erratic sleep, wake cycles, it's important to stick with a regular schedule to keep your rhythm stable. Your body has its own clock. That is what lets you know you're sleepy. That's what lets you know it's time to get up. So if you're not paying attention to your clock, then you're doing yourself a disservice. That means you just can't deprive yourself all week and thinking you can just catch up on the weekends. Now, a lot of us are guilty of that. And you're like, I'm just sleep on the weekends, but it just doesn't work like that. Some debts simply can't be paid late. The only way to reap the full benefits of sleep while avoiding sleep deprivation issues is to be consistent. Though eight hours is the rule of thumb, and some people don't need eight hours. Some people can do a nice little five, but I think those are people that have a schedule a uh, rhythmic system that their body is gotten used to sleeping like that and saying it's enough. So it's best to reflect on the numbers of hours that give you the most energy when you wake up. So if five hours is good enough for you and you can wake up and you can be rejuvenated and you can hit the day off, you know, running, then so be it. Some people may need more. Some people may need a little less, but you have to determine that. And it's depending on your age, your lifestyle, and your health. You will need to adjust this figure maybe, you know, you find where you, where you get in where you fit in. So... Once you determine how many hours you need, put some measures in place to ensure you get the appropriate amount of sleep. Then use a sleep tracker um, to monitor. Like I use my Android watch. I just start sleeping in that so I can see what my REM sleep is, what my light sleep is, what my deep sleep is. And what I've noticed since I've been doing it, I'm not in REM sleep as long. Um, I'm not in deep sleep as long as I am a light sleeper and that means that that can affect the quality of my sleep and the quality of my day you know i'm a kind of a happy-go-lucky person anyway but it still affects me neither the less so that's why i'm sharing this with you guys because it's important to me and it's important for me to share it because it could eliminate some of our you know issues that we have the other thing is anticipate sleep think of your bedtime routine as an enjoyable one listed below um I've listed um a series of short activities that you can do maybe in the evening to help you wind down you know before you go to sleep, you know because if you're drinking coffee or if you're eating certain foods, sometimes that makes it harder to go to sleep, so you make want to make sure that you're doing some things that can help calm your body and your mind and then uh maybe schedule it an hour before you go to bed so that you know it can start taking place so of course, taking a warm shower, drinking a cup of herbal tea. Reading a lightweight book. A book always makes me go to sleep. Um, Reading it, not listening to it. Uh, Writing your journal. Meditate. Listen to some ambient um, music. Calm has the best uh, meditation music or sleep stories that you can listen to as you fall off into dreamland. Cuddling with a furry friend if you got a little doggy or something or a cat. Adjusting the thermostat because I know I don't like it cold and some people like it You know some people like it cold some people like it warm I don't know but that can help you know f- help you fall off to sleep even better Allowing maybe some fresh air in the room sometime air conditioning can be too much Maybe you just need to let the windows up and let the natural air come into your home The best way to choose an activity for your bedtime is to experiment. So, you know, those are just some suggestions so Whatever you find that works for you, hey girl, just do it because I know that that would be um, your thing and it would make it more pleasurable for you to do it. Um, You got to support your sleep and that means engaging in activities that are known to... Improve the quality and the duration of your sleep. So, some of those things are your diet. We mentioned that earlier is that, like, if you drink caffeine, even alcohol. Now, I do like me a glass of wine at night, y'all. So, that kind of made me be like, what? So, and I guess it's about how much you drink. But anyway, so, alcohol can interfere with your sleep, especially if you're consuming in the excess before bedtime. So maybe a glass a half a glass of wine is okay. But if you maybe, you know, doing mixed drinks, vodka or drinking two, three glasses, then it can have an effect on how you sleep. And I told you about the spicy and acidic foods, you know, because it upsets your digestive system and it makes it hard to fall asleep because now your digestive system, which would really be calming down is overactive because it's trying to get this food down. So maybe in the morning you can go on and have you about moving or something. Let's just keep it real. Um, activity just a moderate amount of physical activity we talked about on a regular basis um, can significantly improve your sleep quality or duration so we mentioned some things before bedtime to do but these are things that you can do throughout the day that can help kind of get you on a rhythm so the caveat is that the effect is gradual not immediate so for my people that be like it ain't working you have to give it some time. Your body has to acclimate to what you're now trying to do. So if you aren't exercise directly right now, you'll need to start and to commit to a workout routine for a period of time before you can reap the benefits. So if you, I'm not, the, and when I say workout ladies, let me say this too, because I'm an on and offer myself. And my goal is to make it consistent. And what I learned from me and what works for me is if I go walking several times a week, You know, I mean, I don't necessarily have to hit the gym for an hour or hard and all that type of stuff. I just need to be consistent with my body, knowing that we're going to do some type of uh, activity that's going to get my heart beating and going and all that. So 30 minutes, 20 minutes, stop, you know, thinking that if I don't do an hour, forget it. I ain't going to do it at all. Do something. Your mood, we talked about that earlier, stress and anxiety will wreak havoc on your sleep and lead to perpetual cycle of sleepiness and agitation. Girl, let it go. Under stress, the brain is overactive and unable to function properly because of excessive worrying. To all my worriers out there, include myself, is you have to find a way to let it go at night, especially because our brains just will not shut down and they keep going and keep going. I am an overthinker. I am. And so we have to find a way to start letting some of that stress go. And no, we can't do nothing about it anyway. We're about to go to sleep. You can't do nothing about that if you are about to go to sleep. So just try whatever works for you to let it go, pray, meditate, do something. But if you keep your mind just overactive like that, it's gonna make it hard for you to go to sleep. Caring issues from day to night keeps you tossing and turning. And that's where you stay in that that realm of light, uh, light sleep. You won't get into deep sleep because your mind is overreacting and overthinking. And the lack of sleep impairs your mood um, potentially causes even more stress. So you wake up even shittier than you did before you went to sleep. And that's just not that's not productive, ladies. So having a method for resolving and shelving problems before bedtime, I'm telling you, journal, uh, vent to a loved one, or whatever you need to do. But it can help protect the quality of your sleep and make you a more energetic, happy camper. Remedies? Okay. We, we, we can touch on those too. As I said, that you can do some working out, um, you know, other things you can do is there's lavender oil. You can put a few lavender oil drops on your temple or your pillow, spray it with something. Um, I use melatonin, which is a natural supplement, um, I love melatonin because melatonin is not addictive and you take it and it just kind of helps you coast off into sleep land instead of um, prescription pills that kind of become addictive and they put you down like almost like a tranquilizer and then you wake up and you kind of sluggish and druggy. That's not melatonin. And um, you can get that from Walmart and they have the ones that dissolve in your mouth. They have the one you can swallow and they even have the gummies. So there's no excuse. So That is all I want to come in and share with you guys because I know that um, I am on this major, major journey because I've had some, uh, a few, I want to be careful how I say this because I'm not claiming anything, but I've had a few health issues that's come up and they want to pump me with pills and give me these pills and these pills will help you and these pills and I don't want none of it, okay? So I am looking for more holistic ways to aid these elements that they're talking about and all this stuff and some... So whatever I can do for myself and I can share and can help someone else, that is what I'm all about. And that is why I'm sharing to get better sleep, guys. Look at it differently. Be kind to yourself and know that sleep is helping you. Plus, help sleep and getting you some good sleep help you keep staying looking young. And I know all my ladies wants to look young as long as we can. I want to be 60 looking like I'm 40 and, and I have to make sure I'm doing the necessary steps to do that. So... That is my topic for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to connect with me, you can always do so at live365empowerment.com. You can send me an email at info at live365.com. But I suggest that you subscribe to our mailing list because we have some awesome events coming up. I'm always posting some content and I have some awesome new contributors coming on board Uh, that are experts in uh, certain fields that can give you some great valuable information to help you somewhere, I'm sure, along your journey in your life in some capacity. Okay, guys? So thank you for tuning in. Be sure to share my podcast with others that you may think can benefit from this. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support, and I'll talk to you soon.